cut somebody some slack. Or, better late than never. Hello and welcome to English with Justino, a podcast designed for you to learn English vocabulary, expressions, culture, and maybe even some grammar along the way. This podcast is for those already speaking a little English at an intermediate level. The idea here is to listen and learn from a native English speaker in a natural way, the way you first learned your native language, by hearing it. Okay, forward we go. Enjoy! Episode 12. Mas colloquialismos. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when and where you're listening. This story covers a number of common colloquialisms, street talk, or just sayings that mean something quite different in direct translation. I suggest you listen to this and other podcasts many times if you want to improve your English. Also, stay until the end to listen to the summary in the past, present, and future. And, as always, Please visit www.oyehustino.com to find a transcription for this podcast. Today was, will be in there. Listening to and following along with the transcripts is a good way to learn a new language. Please send me an email and let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. First, let's review these colloquialisms first, and then you can listen closely in the story for how they are applied in everyday conversations. By the way, these are highlighted in the transcripts. Cut somebody some slack. Don't be so critical. Better late than never. Better to arrive late than not at all. Get my act together. Work better or leave. Don't sweat it. An urge to not worry about something. Easy does it. Slow down. Bite the bullet. To get something over with because it's inevitable. Blessing in disguise. A good thing that seemed bad. And now, to the story. Listen closely for these sayings. Are you ready? Enjoy! No, oh no, oh no, Jocelyn muttered to herself, craning her neck to look around to the side of the car in front of her. It was at a standstill. And so was the car in front of her. And so were all the cars all around her. Jocelyn was stuck in bumper-to-bumper traffic on the highway. Normally this wouldn't be a big deal, but Jocelyn was on her way to Arizona State University, the Tempe campus, to take her last final. It was her last semester before graduation, and it was her last final of the year, and now it was looking like she was going to be late for it. The final was for Jocelyn's Chicano literature class. Jocelyn had taken the class to fulfill her literature requirement for her degree, and had found that she really enjoyed it. She had learned that Chicano referred to people with Mexican-American ancestry that lived in the southwest United States, including her state of Arizona. The history of Chicano movement and Chicano literature in the Southwest had fascinated her. The class had focused heavily on the theme of continuing to embrace stories and traditions of Mexican culture in the United States. It had been the first time that Jocelyn had read anything written by Chicano or Mexican-American authors, and she had found their stories of heritage and culture deeply fascinating. Their love of their history and roots had resonated deeply with her. They had read a few books that focused on the history of Chicano literature and also read some autobiographical writing by Chicano authors that focused on their lives growing up in the Southwest. Even though reading wasn't really Jocelyn's thing, she had really enjoyed it. 
The professor had told them that the final would consist of multiple-choice questions that focused on the history of Chicano literature and identifying common themes in the literature, and one essay question to answer that they could pick any of the semester's reading assignments to use to respond. Jocelyn knew that being late to a final exam meant that she wouldn't be able to take it, and without taking it, she would be unable to pass the class, and she would be unable to graduate. She hoped that, if she was late, her professor would cut her some slack and let her take the exam anyway. She drummed her hands on the wheel nervously. Finally, traffic started moving again and Jocelyn started the slow process of merging over to get to her exit. She would be cutting it very, very close and she knew it. By the time she made it to the parking lot on campus, she had two minutes until the start of the exam. Jocelyn grabbed her phone and her backpack, got out of her car, locked it, and started running. Luckily, the building her exam would be in was just across the road and down one of the many shady paths that crisscrossed Arizona State University's campus. Jocelyn skidded to a stop outside the building, out of breath, and then dashed in to get into her classroom. She arrived just as the professor was about to shut the door. Wait, she gasped out, bursting into the classroom at the last moment. She was gasping to catch her breath. Her hair had fallen out of her ponytail, and her face was bright red with exertion and embarrassment. Better late than never, her professor commented with a small smile. Go ahead and take a seat, Jocelyn. I can see you rushed here. Jocelyn nodded gratefully and collapsed into the first open seat. It wasn't where she normally liked to sit, but it would be fine. She pulled her water bottle out of her bag and took a long drink, then fumbled around to find a pen. To her dismay, the pocket where she normally kept her pens was empty. She fished through her backpack, shoving aside crumpled papers, notebooks, and highlighters, trying desperately to find a pen. Hey, the person sitting to her left said. Jocelyn looked up and saw that it was a man named Mark, and that he was holding out a pen for her to, to use. Need one? Oh my god, thank you, she muttered, taking the pen from him gratefully. I really need to get my act together today. Mark chuckled. We all have days like that, he reassured her, and it's almost the end of the semester. And not a moment too soon, Jocelyn answered, as she set her bag aside. She looked up and the professor was starting to hand out the exams. I'll give you the pen back after class, she said. Don't sweat it, Mark answered. Jocelyn took a deep breath and looked down at her exam. All of the questions on the first page looked like complete gibberish to her frazzled brain. Between being late, being anxious about the test, and forgetting a pen, Jocelyn felt like her head was going to explode. None of the questions made sense. Had they even learned about these things? She didn't even recognize some of the words. Easy does it, she thought to herself, taking a long, deep breath. This might not be your thing, but you enjoyed the class, and you did the readings, so you have to do it. Bite the bullet and get it over with. Last final. You got this. After her internal pep talk, Jocelyn dove in. She read each question carefully and thoroughly and took time to think back to the lessons and the readings and to think back to the notes she had carefully taken and studied. She had gotten good grades on her short responses. She had participated in the class discussions. She knew this stuff. She's got this. With her newfound confidence, she worked calmly through the class period to finish the exam. She was just double-checking her answers one last time when the professor stood and announced that the exam time was over and it was time to hand everything in. Jocelyn didn't realize until after she had handed in the exam and she was out of the classroom that she still had Mark's pen. 
She looked around the crowd of her classmates that were milling outside, talking about the exam, and spotted him just starting to walk away. Hey, Mark, she called, walking quickly to catch up with him. He looked up at her from his phone, and she held his pen up in the air. Ah, he said, laughing, my pen. Thanks. He took the pen back from her and tucked it into his backpack. So what do you think of the exam? I feel good about it, Jocelyn answered honestly. What about you? Yeah, he agreed. I think I did okay. Hey, do you have plans right now? Do you want to go grab some coffee? Oh yeah, definitely, Jocelyn answered, surprised. She blushed a little and started to walk with Mark to the coffee shop down the way. As they walked and talked, Jocelyn realized how nice Mark was. Maybe being late and forgetting her pen had been a blessing in disguise. And that's the end of the story. And now for the story summary in the present tense. Jocelyn is a student at Arizona State University, and she is stuck in traffic on the day she takes her last college final exam. She arrives late, but the professor allows her in the class to take the test. When she sits down, she's looking for her pen to write, and a fellow student sitting next to her loans her one of his pens. She starts the exam, and she is full of nerves and nothing makes sense. She calms herself and it builds up her confidence before starting the exam. When the exam is done, she ends up going for coffee with her new friend. And now the story in the past tense. Jocelyn was a student at Arizona State University, and she was stuck in traffic on the day she took her last college final exam. She had arrived late, but the professor allowed her in the class to take the test. When she sat down, she was looking for her pen to write, and a fellow student sitting next to her lent her one of his pens. When she started the exam, she was full of nerves and nothing made sense. She calmed herself and it built up her confidence before starting the exam. When the exam was done, she ended up going for coffee with her new friend. And now the summary of the story in the future tense. Jocelyn will be a student at Arizona State University, and she will be stuck in traffic on the day she will take her last final college exam. She will arrive late, but the professor will allow her in the class to take the test. She will sit down, and she will be looking for her pen to write, and a fellow student sitting next to her will loan her one of his pens. She will start the exam, and she will be full of nerves and nothing will make sense. She will calm herself, and it will build up her confidence before starting the exam. The exam will be done, and she will end up going for coffee with her new friend. And that's the story for today. I hope you enjoyed listening, and I hope you understood everything. If not, I would suggest listening to this again and again. Once you hear the same words over and over, you will begin to understand, and your English will be at a higher level. Also, the transcripts will be posted for this exam at www.oyehustino.com, and you can listen and read along at the same time. Were you able to follow the difference in the tenses? I hope so. Listen next week, and I'm going to introduce another tense, the conditional tense. I would love to hear what your comments are, and if you mention them to me, I will talk about them in a new podcast. Send me a message at english at oyehustino.com, or visit our website to find transcripts, podcasts, and vocabulary flashcards. And again, see you next time. Bye-bye for now.